Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dean Bodie Podcast. All right. May 22nd, 2020. Happy Memorial Day weekend. A huge monster shout out all the service men and women um, for what they do, the heroes that they are, and much appreciation coming from Dean Bodie. And uh, you know, make it a safe one. And um, we're going to come out of this thing bigger, better, and stronger. And we're here, hopefully, to be a shining light throughout your day. We're going to be doing this daily. Don't forget, YouTube channel, Dean Bodie Show. D-E-A-N-B-O-D-I, one word, space show. You'll see it, the YouTube channel. And go ahead and don't forget to subscribe and hit the like button. Hit that bell. Ring that bell so you get the reminders and you don't miss any episodes. And as we start doing this, you'll be part of the community as we're laying the foundation and putting up the lattice work and the, uh, all of the grid work as we build this thing and take bite-sized chunks out of it. And we climb the mountain together. Um, and again, we're going to be doing this daily. So life is a daily thing. It isn't a weekly. It isn't a monthly. What's he going to do daily? Yes, every day, YouTube show, Dean Bodie Podcast, where you get podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, and Stitcher. Did he say Stitcher? Yes, I said Stitcher. So we're getting on the main platform, so wherever you uh, get your podcasts, we'll be there for you. So, you know, we're having a, we did a nice little video earlier today, and man, the we had some fun with that one. We we started going down the the road of uh, man. We're going back to little guy, seven eight years old, and it's we're in my. I'm living in Miami, Florida, right? And we're gonna try to teach Dean how to swim, and we're gonna get this guy to come over to the house, and he's got big long poles with big round styrofoam balls that float, and uh, we're gonna tell Gene Dean to jump in, and we're gonna catch him, and he's gonna hold on to all of these devices and float in the water, and we're gonna teach him how to kick and how to do this and do that. I wasn't having it. Who is this guy that wants me to jump into his arms and so he can catch me? Number one. I don't know him. He scared me. Too many devices, too many floaty things and poles and I'm going to jump and, you know, come, come, I'll catch you. Just jump. What? Yeah, how do I know you're going to catch me, Mr. Whoever you are, stranger guy that's going to teach me how to swim? I was terrified. Absolutely terrified. My older brothers, Paul, David, shout out to you. Thanks for trying. They couldn't teach me either. <laughs> or either. <laughs> and uh, it was crazy. So it wasn't until we went to Pinewood Acres Day Camp. Are you ready for this? Pinewood Acres Day Camp was awesome. Um, in the summertime, off of school, something to do, man. And tons of kids, tons of games. You know, the camp counselors and all the fun stuff that comes along with camp. This is daytime camp. So... The um, the big van comes up. The Pinewood Acres van comes to pick you up at home, and you got your Pinewood Acres shirt on, and you got the stuff you need to bring with you for the whole day, and you got your brown bag lunch with, in the beginning, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Hated them. Finally hated them enough to where we got different sandwiches in there moving forward. It took a little while, but... Man, peanut butter and jelly, I just couldn't do it. 
It was the peanut butter part of the jelly sandwich, not the soft white bread and the jelly. Yummy, yummy. The peanut butter smell, I don't know, man. I could not get past it when I was younger. I love it now, but man, it was like torture back in the day. So I would rather have that bologna sandwich. Come on, just put bologna between bread, slap a piece of cheese in there, and we're good to go. Little ketchup, something like that, and we're good. (laughs) Throw some cookies in there, maybe some carrot sticks, celery sticks, and... Uh, that was that was much better than the whew, that peanut butter and jelly, man. Wow. Those of you that latched onto it and enjoyed it right off the bat, God bless you. I couldn't do it. Took me a long time. Just like some of those vegetables when you were a kid. Come on, I wanted nothing to do with the vegetable. Don't even come around me with a Brussels sprout, with an asparagus, with the string bean, with anything that was green except for lettuce. I wasn't having it. Carrots were fine. What else was fine? Corn. I could do corn on the cob. Stuff like that. But the green veggies, man, they took a while. Now I absolutely love them. Absolutely love them. Pretty much every one of them, actually, now. And, uh, I mean, you know, even the salad when I was younger. First of all, I ate so fast at dinner time. I, I still eat too fast to this day. Right? I'm admitting it. I'm a fast eater. I don't know what it is, but I just woof it down. It's like, slow down there, Dino. Easy does it. But it's these habits that you build, right? And I wanted to finish so I could get back out there and play. Let's get going. And if I had vegetables that I didn't like on my plate and you didn't eat them, guess what? No dessert. Or maybe even worse, you don't get to go out and play. Now, if you pull that card on me and you, you start stepping into that arena, I'm going to get the vegetables down somehow. Okay, hold the nose, get them down so I can get outside. It, depended, it depends on how much of a, a power move you're going to play on me. Okay, no dessert? Okay, all right. We'll deal with that tomorrow. But no play outside you better figure out a way to get them down. So the salad, man, I grew up on salads. It was family dinner time. Mom always had the salads on the table. Um, Always had me taking vitamins too. You know, speaking of uh, keeping your immune system strong and all that stuff, when I was younger, when all the other kids in the neighborhood were doing Flintstone chewable vitamins, mom would put about half a dozen not chewables, vitamins in my hand that I would just throw in my mouth and gulp them down the real swallow the vitamin kind. Since I can remember, the kid was immune system was getting juiced (laughs) back when the supplements weren't really that good either. Um, But the quality like they are today, but like today, whole food vitamin, chelated mineral delivery systems, you know, to make sure that you get cellular nutrition back then. Wow, you're lucky if your body was using maybe 20%, but you know, hey, 20% better than no percent. And once in a while, I'd get the Flintstone chewable, or if I was over at a buddy's house, I'd take one of his because I'm telling you, they tasted a lot better than swallowing all those things, but you get used to it. So to this day, taking a bunch of vitamins is so easy for me. But going back to the salads, Okay, going back to the salads, 
I would drown my salad in French dressing. That You know that orange dressing, the French, or that Catalina-style dressing? Next time you're in the market, check those out. Now, first of all, when you dress a salad, as I know now when you get older, you just want it to coat the salad. You know, you want to taste the vegetables. Not when I was younger. When I was younger, it was like a salad soup. They were swimming in French dressing, dripping anything to make it taste more flavor. I, I needed more flavor. Just give me more flavor. Anything but tasting the veggies to get it down. What I should have done is just opened up the lid on the French dressing bottle, guzzled the dressing, and been and got it over with already. That's how much dressing I use. You know, when you're a kid, anything psychologically to get you into the zone, to get those veggies down. And I was like, you know, okay, I'm, I'm doing the most important part of the salad. More dressing. What you dress it in is more important than what's in it, right? <laughs> and you play the game, whatever works, to get it down so I can get outside and play. But, man, I'm telling you, now I look back and, man, do I love salads now. And now I get mad at myself when I put too much dressing on it. I'm like, you know, come on, you know better than that. You just want to kind of coat the salad and get it done right, you know. Like, like my buddy Emerald says, you want to season both sides of the meat of the chicken. Why do you want to season both sides? So both sides taste good. And he would sprinkle the hot pepper flake on something. He goes, my mom used to call that pimentum weather. And I'd be like, what is pimentum weather? He would start using his own language and stuff. And he's like, you know, you don't like that much in there? Get your own show. <laughs> got to love that guy. Man, you got to get some Emerald Lagasse. He's got a YouTube channel. You want to follow, watch somebody cook with some passion. Do it. Get on YouTube and follow that guy. He's great. And he had such a great show for a while. But shout out to Emerald, right? Both sides, so both sides taste good, baby. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. He used to say, oh, yeah, babe. But that's my vegetable thing. So going back to Pinewood Acres, okay? So I, got the, I finally got the transition from no more peanut butter and jelly. Now we got the bologna sandwich in the bag. All right. Now we got a good lunch and some other sneaky snackies that were in there. And uh, let me tell you, um, now, the jelly was awesome, first of all. If you ever had a jelly and a cream cheese sandwich, now we're cooking on all cylinders. But let's just, you know, that's kind of uh, another thing in itself. But got to the bologna. I still love bologna sandwiches to this day. And um, but Pinewood Acres, man, Pinewood Acres Camp, we had counselors. You know how the camp goes. And if you ever been to day camp, um, I did a sleepaway camp too uh, one time. But you know, right now we're talking about Pinewood Acres Day Camp. And just the bullet points, okay? We had relay races. We had regular running races. We had sail sailing, uh, like on real sailboats, how to do that, how to swim, archery, arts and crafts. And we got done... Um, we got done, like, you know, running around and sweating to death. And everybody would stand in line to get a drink at the water fountain. Let me tell you something about the Pinewood Acre water fountain. To this day, if I think about it, I can go right back there and feel how cold that water was. The, the coldest water fountain on the planet we had. And it also had this, like, metallic aluminum 
um, kind of taste to it because it's coming out of the water fountain through the whatever. And I remember it being kind of outside by these kinds of like hedge or bushes. This water fountain was so cold and delicious when you're dying of thirst, boy. What a way to cool off. And we would stand in this long line, all these kids sweating to, to death, and you had to wait your turn to get that water. And, man, while you were gulping that water, what a relief. But what's going on right now on the planet with the social distancing and all this? Never would be able to do that right now. Not only is nobody in school, but unless you're in Switzerland, it's game on out there right now. But you, um, I mean, that takes me back. The taste of that water, the coldness of the water. Yeah, getting rid of the peanut butter and jelly and getting the bologna sandwich in the bag in the zone. We had so much fun at this camp. Man, we had other games that, you ready for this? Knock hockey. If you don't know what knock hockey is, well, I'm going to tell you. Knock hockey was wild, and I haven't played that game since. Haven't seen it anywhere since. It was a big wooden, um, like, board, okay? Uh, kind of like a square, um, you know, kind of big because you'd have one goal on one side and one goal on the other side. And there would be two players, one on each end, and you'd have like a little handheld, uh, like a little hockey stick, right? And it was like long, I don't know, maybe like a foot long, the hockey stick with a curve at the end, like a, like a hockey thing, because you were going to fling it with your hand. But if my memory serves me correctly, knock hockey, the first move you had to take, and this is a wooden puck, a little wooden puck, all right? So picture this square frame, let's say three feet wide by, I don't know, maybe four feet long. Something like that, one on each side, one player on each side, okay? Uh, and you take the wooden hockey puck and your stick, and you'd have to roll it, let it fall down the stick and roll off of it, and wherever it landed, you'd have to kind of aim it. Then you'd get your second shot and try to score a goal. Easier said than done. Okay, or you use like a sideways hit and you try to curve it around because there were little wooden obstacles on the playing board that you had to kind of navigate around. But knock hockey was wild. And I haven't, like I said, I haven't seen that game since then, but good memories there. And, uh, you know, again, the sailing, we learned to sail in a real boat <laughs> was not a good day for me on the sailing day. Okay, listen, I got some Pinewood Acres stories, so you might want to tighten up your seatbelt a little bit because it's going to get a little bit rocky. So we're going sailing, and I'm with somebody. I think it was with the, one of my cousins at the time, and we'll just say it is because I'm, I'm pretty sure it was during this summer. And we get on the sailboat, and we're cruising, and they're trying to teach you how to do it. You know, somebody's in the back of the sailboat with the rudder, and the other person's up at the front holding the string of the sail. And he's pulling the string too tight. And it's making the boat come up on its side. And everybody's, everybody's yelling at us, loosen the rope, loosen the rope. So the sailboat comes back down. The more I told him to loosen the rope, the tighter he pulled it. It was just, you know, you ever get into that you're in shock kind of frame of mind 
and you, you're not even hearing anybody else. So he was like pulling the rope because he thought that's what he needed to do. It made sense to pull it tighter for some reason. And everybody yelling to loosen up on the rope wasn't even penetrating. So what happened? The boat tipped over. Both of us capsized, tipped over. We're floating in the center of the lake. And the objective was to get to the other side of the lake Right or or not the other side of the lake, but towards this little island that was in the middle. Turn around and come back. We got halfway out there and we tipped over. And uh, needless to say, you know when you have kids that age, everyone's laughing at you and all that. And I was like, why didn't you loosen the rope and all that? Oh, I thought you said pull it tighter and play these games. But that sailing thing, it was kind of scary tipping over. I got news for you. But I learned how to swim in Pinewood Acres. Like a fish. Couldn't do it at home with the scary guy trying to teach me. My brothers couldn't get me to, 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 uh, to get doing it either. Pinewood Acres, I don't know what it was, but watching a bunch of other kids my age, I just took to it like a fish in water. Well, next thing you know, swimming like a pro, diving underneath the water, holding my breath all the way to the other side like a dolphin. It was crazy. And we learned archery out there, and we played softball games and arts and crafts. You know that arts and crafts when you make mom the pot holder, or you make her some kind of, uh, you know, ceramic thing, and they let you put it in the kiln, and you paint it, and it comes out like a ceramic. It looked like a coffee cup, but it was a little warped and a little weird shape because, hey, when you're that young and you're first trying to do it, not real good at it. <laughs> but it was still fun learning some new stuff. So we're playing this softball game. And I remember French Fry, our, our counselor, Fred French Fry. I don't know why we called him French Fry. I, we, heard, we heard the nickname somewhere, and we just kind of latched onto it. <laughs> so, but he didn't seem to mind. He was way too cool. Shout out to you, Fred. You were awesome. And uh, playing softball. So what am I doing? I decide I'm going to be a smart guy and I'm going to get behind the hitter. And uh, just for some reason, I wanted to get back there where the umpire is and the person hitting. And Fred, my counselor, said, Dean, don't stand behind the hitter in case he throws the bat. And I look at him and I throw my hand at him I'm like, ah, come on. Right? So what happens? He swings, and the bat comes all the way around, and this thing comes at me like a helicopter. I'm, this is true story. Like a helicopter, and whammo smacks me right in the forehead. I was totally in shock, and the thing hit me, like walloped me. I mean, I couldn't even believe it. And I reach up, and I grab my forehead, and my hand was like covered in blood. I'm not trying to gross anybody out. I'm just trying to give you a, one of these, uh, this is a Pinewood Acre story. This is real stuff. And we don't hold back at the Dean Bodie show, Dean Bodie podcast. And um, <laughs> hand was covered in blood. As soon as I saw that, I screamed at the top of my lungs. It was like, ah! Ah! <laughs> before that, it was like nothing happened in shock. Touched the forehead, saw the blood, and I freaked. Needless to say, 
Had to go get stitches on the forehead. I still have a little bump right there with the scar reminding me of don't stand behind the catcher. That's the lesson. Do not stand behind the catcher. Why? In case he throws the bat or lets go of the bat, it's going to come at you and whack you in the head. (laughs) So that was my big lesson there. And these are good lessons to learn when you're a kid. Um... My gosh. I mean, in one of my previous episodes, um, you can go back and revisit that, when I talked about how we tried to play hockey with golf clubs and basketballs in one of my friend's um, backyard. Really not a good idea. And one of the golf clubs whacked me in the mouth. The tip of my tongue was hanging. Pinewood Acres smacked in the head with the baseball bat. And I have one more smack in the head story. Might as well add it on while we're doing Might as well give it the triple whammy. One of my uncles came over to my house one time when I was little, around the same time. And, hey, good to see you. How you doing, Dean? What's going on? He picks me up. I don't know. He's too tall to be picking me up over his head. Whammo. He smacks my head up top of the ceiling in that popcorn kind of ceiling. Boom. Cracks my head open on the top. I don't mean like a big crack open like a melon, but enough to make it bleed. Needed some stitches on the top, okay? So we've had stitches on the top. We've had stitches on the forehead. We've had dangling tongue from golf club. All right. This is why I'm the way I am today. And those things kind of shape your neurology, all right? But hey, you take a lick and you keep on ticking. And that's the way it is. But man, what a great time at Pinewood Acres. Um, all of that stuff, man, was unreal. And what I'm going to do, I want to give you something um, as we're doing our thing over here. And what I want to give you is Dr. D, Dr. D, weight loss tip of the day. All right? Because remember, I was Dr. D for a little some time in my life. That's a whole nother story. That whole journey, we're going to save that for down the road. Way too many stories coming out of that, Okay. But Dr. D's weight loss tip of the day. Now, remember, if you're going to do that cardio in the morning, do it before your first meal. Okay? Do what we call empty stomach cardio because you're going to burn more fat that way. Before your first meal, get out there 30 minutes to 50 minutes. And then you can graduate into an hour. Remember, the first 20 minutes is the warm-up. All right, so then you do 30 minutes, you got 10 minutes of some fat burning, and that last meal the night before, you want it to be light. Not a bunch of starchy carbs, no potatoes and rice, all right? No no bread, no pasta before you go night-night. Something lean, lean protein and vegetable, right? Little squeeze a little lemon on it, no salt, no sodium, It's naturally in foods anyway. You don't need the extra water retention and inflammation. Go with the salt-free seasonings. Remember, don't go past three hours without eating up to one hour before bed. That's going to get your metabolism moving fast and you become a fat-burning machine while you sleep. So those are the little quick tips of the day. Implement those and get the water intake up so when you go to the bathroom, you see clear, not amber color, dark yellow and all that stuff, because then your body's letting you know it's dehydrated. Your body's got little built-in meters. How cool is that? Thank you for sharing this time with me today. Man, we're having fun going down memory lane. And, you know, you connect your own uh, 
make your own connections to these kinds of life stories, whether it's camp or, you know, you can relate. And we're going to be going all over the place and we're going to be doing coming at you daily. Remember, Dean Bodie is coming at you daily. Dean Bodie podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher. Um, don't forget to subscribe to the uh, podcast. And remember, Dean Bodie Show, the YouTube channel, uh, deanbodie.com. All right. We're working out. We got the just the basic framework up on the website. Things are going to be coming at you. Um, we're going to be connecting the, the phone number to um, the podcast and we're going to be able to take calls and that's coming. Merchandise on the website is coming and we're going to be building this thing together as a community. I need you. I need your help. Have an awesome day. Make it a great weekend, Memorial Day weekend. Please stay safe. You know, use your common sense, right? Keep your immune system strong. Keep your immune system strong. Eat clean food, healthy food, and, um, you know, keep an eye on yourself, all right? More important now than ever. It's important anyway with what's going on now, and we're going to come out the other side of this bigger, better, and stronger. Remember, dan it dan 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 it's Dean and Bodish Show. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye.